This is my own private domicile and I will not be harassed! Bitch! Gangsters, what's up guys? What's the grant to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? Get the world by the tail! Fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. Cute as shit. Oh, 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 skip, skip, skip. If you don't chew big red, then f you. That's so horny. Could you imagine if I hit the old water pipe with that thing? Oh. Great cash, homie. Three, two, one, let's fuck! Everybody's got to hear the shit on W Balls, W Balls, W Balls. Everybody, good whatever the time your day you're listening to this is. I am Sam Lacrosse. Can you dig it? This is another episode of the Do Not Listen to This podcast, and it's been a. I really don't have anything to, to bitch and complain about this week. Although I am stressed out because I I'm currently moving. If you guys didn't know, I'm moving to Austin, Texas, where it seems like everyone who is under the age of 30 is moving to. So the city will most likely be spontaneously combusted, exploded by the time I am I am there. I don't even know if I used to write words in that or sense of the words in that sentence. But yeah, so I am in the process of moving my stuff down there. I have a bunch of um, different things with my work and a bunch of different things with you know my business I just opened. Um, I just officially filed the LLC to cover all of my media production, everything else that is going on. So it's been busy from that standpoint, but really nothing to you know moan and complain about like I seem like I usually do on here. So I don't want to give that impression about this. But so I'll keep it short and simple for this blog post. This is one of the first ones I did. I did this uh, two Februarys ago. Actually, it was on my sister's birthday two Februarys ago, so that's why I remember it so much. <coughs> Pre-COVID, pre-everything. And, you know, this is one of the things that I wanted to kind of do when I got this um, domain and started this blog was to kind of just get my opinions out there in nuance because I find, like, you know, whenever – I used to always joke when I went to bars, when you could actually go to bars – like, you know, when you would have be talking to someone and you'd have an opinion on a controversial subject such as the one we're going to talk about today, I would say either I do think that this is right or I think that this is wrong and I would go into explaining something and then the person usually on alcohol or various other substances would be just like, I don't want to hear it, I don't want to hear it, you're this, you're that, you're some ist or ism, blah, 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 whatever. So I wanted to write this. This was kind of like the first one, I think, of a bunch of posts that would come out that are of the quote-unquote the controversial or the whatever stage of the blog. And I wanted to kind of use this one just to revisit it because it was one of my earlier ones, so I will be free-based to admit I haven't really, um, I haven't read it probably. I don't really read a lot of my stuff after publishing it, but I haven't read this one certainly in a very, very long time. So the writing is probably not going to be the best. The jokes are probably going to be, or the I don't even know if you can call them jokes, but the stuff inside of it is going to be very, very, bad and you know I, I just don't think I gave a fuck really at this point so it might be I don't know some other of how you how you would call something like this but anyway so let's just so let's let's get into the subject of today which is going to be toxic quote-unquote toxic masculinity so there's been a lot of talk especially in recent years about quote toxic masculinity it's hijacked many news cycles stories and topics for a variety of reasons 
from body shaming to school shootings to workplace hiring, it's everywhere, whether we like it or not. However, there is one constant to all of these stories that is worth noting. They're all absolutely fucking ridiculous. Every single one of them. Due to said fucking ridiculousness, the, dic the dictionary will not suffice for given the definition. So, we're going to go to the next best thing. The somewhat all-powerful, but not as powerful, Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary defines toxic masculinity as, quote, a social science term that defines masculinity as exaggerated masculine traits like being violent, unemotional, sexually aggressive, and so forth. End quote. Now, when Urban Dictionary of all sources tells you that something is absolute horseshit, you know you've got a pretty big screw loose. So being a man and being masculine is not something to be blamed for in the wide variety of ranging problems that society has. In fact, it's something that we as a culture are in desperately need of. De or desperate need of, I should say. We need more masculine men in this world to drive it forward and to correct some of the er errors that have been perverted by the woke mafia as, quote, toxic. Now, in the actual dictionary, you know, the, where real concepts, things, and words are, the definition of masculinity is, quote, the quality or nature of the male sex, end quote. That's it. Nothing else. No loaded sentences with woke bombs waiting to explode at any given step. So why is this? Because the dictionary, at least for now, is objective. The dictionary, at least for now, is rational. The dictionary cannot afford to distort these, their words because if they would, what would words mean? And again, we're seeing this more and more often, so I'm hoping that this trend does not continue. But I'll tell you, nothing. Words would mean nothing. Communication would erode. Society would descend into anarchy. People would start eating each other, probably. Bad shit, my friends. Bad shit. So, to expose toxic masculinity further, let's defer to our good old friend, the opposite game. For those who don't remember from, my pre from a post I did a while ago, the opposite game is used when we take a blunt word that is being used in an extreme or absolute, i.e. whack, context, and then flip it with its opposite word to see if it still holds water, and hint, most of the time it doesn't. So, if we're ready to piss off even more people, imagine that if tomorrow the news media, especially on the right side of the political aisle, and opinion leaders from across the spectrum of influence were to declare that the, our culture was experiencing an existential threat called, quote, toxic femininity. Now, before all you members of the aforementioned woke mafia leave to write a strongly worded tweet at me, let me be very clear. I am in no way attempting to act derogatory towards women or act any way of the sort. I am here to tell you that their bullshit way of seeing how men act is completely and utterly fraudulent. That's all. Now, go write your tweet. Back to the scenario. Women are now bad. They are bad because they act like women. And they're bad. And they do things that women do. And they're bad. And they behave in ways that align with how the female gender has behaved for years. And did I mention that they're bad? Women attend a fashion show? Bad. She gets mercilessly dragged on Twitter by men all over the world. A female college student makes an Instagram showing her having a girls' night? Bad. Fox News hosts drop hot take, hot nu hot take nukes on her for weeks. Or a girl gets overhead at a bar telling her friends about how a overheard at a bar about a hot guy at work. The man who overhears walks up to her, throws a drink in her face, and starts the process of registering her as a workplace sex offender. Now, back to reality. The trend between the concepts of toxic masculinity and femininity should be evidently clear to you by now. If not, let me enlighten you. They're both absolutely fucking ridiculous. If this phenomenon were to occur, all hell would break loose. Social media companies and Facebook moms would be in a frenzy. Rachel Maddow would spontaneously combust. Chris Hayes would write a strongly, very eloquently written woke tweet thread, and then spontaneously combust. Women should get no punishment for behaving like women. That's completely irrational and short-sighted. So why is it different for men? Most men are in confusion about this subject, and with good reason. Most of them are not toxic. Like, at all. Far from it, actually. 
So why is this happening? Are we doomed to our fate resting in the hands of the social media mob for years to come? But never fear, my friends, there is good news. I don't believe that people actually think about what they're, what they're saying is accurate. I think it's the result of a simple confusion between something else, which I actually think actually is a problem, especially in young men. Immaturity. This actually is a problem. A huge problem. Something that we as a society should be very much aware of and be attempting to eradicate. The lack of maturity in most young men these days is what creating a, the confusion that simply acting in the way that typical men act is, quote, toxic. That is becoming the norm. And that is an actual problem. In Mark Manson's latest book, Everything is Fucked, a book about hope, he broached this idea in a way that I had never seen it presented. It blew my mind. Not only did I think it was exactly accurate, but I thought that it was so much so that it could be applicable to nearly every societal problem that we face today. Manson's basic argument is this. The cycles of immaturity in our culture are getting longer and longer. In other words, people are taking longer and longer to grow up. Not only are children not growing up at an extended pace, but they are simultaneously permeating our society as immature human beings and adults. Not as adults, but as children. As a result, the people who are taking over our ruling institutions, whether that be business, government, medicine, nonprofits, etc., are entering with immature mindsets. When people aren't fully matured and have the influence and power to make decisions, this can, understandably so, lead to some problems. Manson continues his theory with showing how children and adults pursue pleasure. While children run directly to pleasure, adults first, val first pursue values and value-oriented activity, which then leads to pleasure after the fact. This distinction is incredibly important. While children and immature people only embrace the ends, adults and mature people em embrace both the ends and the means. The means are the hard stuff, the problems, the obstacles, the shit that hits the fan. If we mindlessly run towards pleasure without pursuing values initially, we will have no values to stand on when they go down the toilet. With no foundation, a house can't stand. With no values, a human has nothing to base things on. Pleasure will mean nothing if there isn't something deeper to it. Because, in the end, it's the deep stuff that really matters. Anything that doesn't go below the surface, by nature, is shallow, in every way possible. One of the biggest ways, at least in young people, where this confusion between immaturity and toxic masculinity comes into play is something that I came in contact with almost every day when I was on a college campus. Frat culture. So, again, voluntary disclaimer, this is obviously not going to be true for every frat or sorority, but it's a lot more common than one might think especially if you were removed from or never experienced the situation. To my adult listeners out there, if you're any of them out there, I have no idea, fucking idea if adults listen to this shit or not, but write a strongly worded tweet at me if you think otherwise. I promise you I won't read it later. So you're telling me a bunch of young men between the ages of 18 and 22 combined with alcohol, potentially other substances, attractive women, and inflated ego and status are going to act immature, someone says. Well, yes, reader, listener, that is in fact what I am telling you. Fraternities in the olden days still partied and did some pretty heinous activities, but there was still a common goal. Brotherhood. That, in my opinion, is now constantly being eroded on a couple of fronts. The first front is the illusion of social status. Contemporary fraternities are now about, to, about who can climb the social ladder. Whoever gets into fr the fraternity with the most clout gets the hottest girls, goes to the best parties, and gets surrounded by the other young men like him who can affirm these suspicions. This leads to an inflated ego and causes these people to act like they are in, or they are in order to keep running towards pleasure, but this time with no underlying values to base these suspicions on. These are not the traits of brotherhood. These are the traits of a cult. The second front is the environment itself. When you take a bunch of inherently immature young men and group them together and make them drink their own urine, drown themselves in liquor, and participate in egregious activities in order to initiate themselves into a fraternity, 
You create the illusion that this type of behavior is normal. That this trial-by-fire approach to welcoming yourselves to a higher institution is how you should behave in order to get anything desirable in life. Following initiation, these young men bake into this culture for years, keeping that stench of immaturity around them for four years, letting it wash into their psyches and brand it into their brains. This stunts their emotional growth, automatically setting them back in the process of growing up, and therefore going out into the world unprepared for the natural elements of adulthood. Now, I'd be remiss if I just railed on the males onto this. Remember toxic femininity, and let's introduce toxic female immaturity now. Sororities pressure women into performing sexual acts in order to achieve social status. They make them take off their clothes and sit on washing machines in order to expose their bodily insecurities. Their false sense of, quote, sisterhood can create an environment where young women feel pressure to abandon all their own friendships to go, quote, all in to the sorority in order to achieve status in the sorority. Kind of like Charles Manson, only this time with glitter. This kind of behavior leads to them being, not being labeled toxic, but everyone's, especially guys, favorite word when describing who, a woman who is inherently immature. Crazy. Kevin Dillon, Johnny Drama voice. They become so immersed in their own immaturity that it starts to absorb all other parts of their lives and personality. They creep onto their partner's phone and tech devices constantly. They stalk their friend's location to see what they're up to. They create fake accounts on social media to keep up with people without letting them know it's really them. So, it's not just men that are like this. So does this mean that all, inherent, we're all, all of us are inherently immature babies who are going to run the world into the ground? Well, no, but it's something to be concerned with, for sure. Because, let's face it, kids break shit. And if you have kids running the world, you really don't want them to break the world. So, obscure examples of frat life are cool, but to get a real look at the dichotomy that we are facing as a society, I think it's fitting to bring in a compare and contrast example of the pair that I feel is the most perfect to represent this in modern society, Future and Russell Wilson. Now, this may seem to some who don't know the stories between these two and how bizarrely interlinked they are, but... When you examine it, it's, remar it's remarkable how well these two illustrate this. Their stories are inherently intertwined in most ways than one can imagine. And for context, Russell Wilson is the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. Future is obviously the rapper. So, Future is one of the most famous rappers in the world and was one of the pioneers of the mumble rap movement, which has taken the mainstream rap scene by storm in the last couple years. His following is gigantic and reaches millions of people who are inspired to walk in his footsteps. However, Future isn't exactly as... Is, isn't known as exactly the most pure individual to walk the earth. He constantly raps about drugs, prescription medication, sex, hookers, all that holy stuff. He's a well-known drug addict himself and frequently raps about it in his music. He has six children with six different women and is currently waiting on two more paternity tests to clear with two more women. Dude gets around a little bit. In 2013, Future got engaged to Sierra, one of the most well-known singers and most beautiful women in the world. The two were dating for a while, had a child, and were scheduled to be engaged in 2014. However, due to his infidelity, Sierra called off the engagement and left him. She is currently suing him for defamation, libel, and slander. This is where Russell Wilson comes in. Russell Wilson is the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks and is consistently known as one of the truly great guys in the NFL. He's consistent, hardworking, humble, and patient. He practices extreme ownership to a fault and does his best to commit himself to his craft and his teammates, making sure that he always has their back. In 2015, Russell Wilson began dating Sierra. They got married in 2016 and have been, been together ever since. They have a daughter together and they just announced, or not just announced, this is back in 2020, but they are, just had a second child after they, this post was written. However, they have another child that they watch over, one that catches questions from a lot of people. Future son, the one that Sierra had with him. 
Future doesn't take care of him. Russell Wilson does. On a recent show with Colin Cowherd, Russell Wilson, not recent, again, 2020, Russell Wilson came on for an interview where Cowherd asked him about this relationship. Russell went on for nearly three minutes about how family is the most important thing to him in the world and went on to mention Future's son, who is also named Future, as one of the greatest blessings he has received in his life. He said even though that he isn't biologically his child, he still looks at him like his own son. Future could take on this responsibility. He doesn't need, he doesn't need to have the discipline of a professional athlete. He doesn't spend half the year confined to a schedule with rigorous travel and expectations, carrying the weight of a billion-dollar franchise on his back. He could easily find the time. Other rappers do. But he doesn't. Because Future is, like a lot of other people in society, inherently immature. He doesn't accept values before pleasure. He runs to pleasure without having the foundation to get him there. Russell Wilson is the opposite. He accepts that in order to achieve true pleasure, values have to come first. He knows what's truly important to him and makes that the foundation to stand on. He runs to values and reaps the benefits of the pleasures that come with them. Russell Wilson embodies masculinity. Future embodies immaturity. Mas masculinity is not toxic. Immaturity is. So, we've covered that masculinity isn't toxic in and of itself. Immaturity is, is and if not properly controlled, can corrode anyone or anything to the core of it, to its core if we let it. Gus Fring, one of the greatest television villains in history, even though he's a tr completely atrocious person, from Breaking Bad, by the way, sums up what I believe to one of the most true statements about masculinity in a quote to the protagonist, again, question mark on protagonist, Walter White. Quote, What does a man do, Walter? A man provides for his family. When you have children, you always have a family. They will always be your priority, your responsibility, and a man, a man provides. And he does it even when he's not respected or appreciated or even loved. He simply bears up and does it. Because he's a man, Walter. End quote. A man provides. But what does he provide is the question. In my opinion, the biggest thing a man can provide is stability. The dictionary definition for stability is, quote, not changing or fluctuating, steady in purpose, firm in resolution, not subject to insecurity or emotional illness, end quote. We are all much more de-evolved and primal creatures than we would like to believe. Back when we were Neanderthals, attraction was very simple. Men looked for a healthy woman of breeding age with a symmetrical face. Women looked for a man who could provide for her, keep her safe, and breed strong children. We're not so much different from that now. Men look for the same thing in women, and women look for the same things in men. We just use different words and phrases to describe these things. That is why stability is the most important thing a man can provide. When others are high and low, he is at a cool medium. When others are quick to rush to conclusions, he is patient and attempts to find a solution. When shit hits the fan, he calmly steps to the left, reaches for a paper towel and all-purpose cleaner, and begins his work to his way cleaning up towards cleaning it up. His hand does not shake, in the words of Billy Costigan. Immaturity does not provide stability. It provides the exact opposite. Because of the lack of established values, the immature man's foundation is shaky and unsteady. When things go wrong, he will fold under the pressure because of his shaky and unsteady foundation. The mature man places values before all things. His foundation is solid and strong. When things go wrong, he can take a punch, slip the jab, and come back with a left hook. My grandfather was laid off with a well-paying job with a wife, five kids, and a fresh and ground pool that he just dug. He responded with getting sometimes three jobs at a time, including demenial manual labor that he was well, well overqualified for, working for $3 an hour. He carried golf bags, cut grass, and washed cars. He and his family canned their own food, made their own soap, and did everything they could to get by because a man provides. 
because a man is stable. My father found out that his daughter was diagnosed with autism and potentially would need long-term care for the rest of her life. He responded by working like a dog, getting up at 4.30 in the morning every day of the week and sometimes not getting home until 7 at night. He traveled all over the world, sometimes for a month at a time, stretching his body and mind to the limits. Because a man provides. Because a man is stable. My friend's father works sometimes up to 18-hour shifts to support his family. He would then get home around midnight, wake his kids up, and play with them for an hour. That was the only time he could do so because of how much he worked. He would then go to bed, sleep for about five hours, and do it all again the next day. Because a man provides. Because a man is stable. An immature man is incapable of these things. Because he has no greater purpose, no greater responsibility. No greater sense of anything other than himself and what immediately affects him. Masculinity is not immaturity. It is the exact opposite. So, don't ever tell me or anyone else that masculinity is toxic. It's simply not true. Don't lie to people. It's not cool. Men, act like men. Be proud of it. Own it. It is very important that you act like it. If you don't, that could very well lead to more immaturity in our world. And, if you can see from the picture at the top of the article, which is a triggered person screaming in agony, we sure as hell don't need more of it. So, that was actually much better than I thought it was. It was a lot more concise than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be succumb to toxic immaturity myself in that post. But anyways, guys, so that's just a quick thought on this. I have much more on my blog. Again, don't read this blog.com. More posts, more content coming out. I have planned last week's post and podcast kind of touched on it. So own the day, open your mind. Thanks for listening. Hopping, stopping, hopping like a rabbit. When I take the Nino Ross, you know I got to have it. I lay back in the cut, retain myself. Think about the shit and I think it well. How can I mix my grip? And how should I make that nigga straight?